Hello, and welcome to Second Helpings, a Grace Fellowship podcast designed to serve up another round of insight and application from our Sunday morning corporate worship gatherings. Pull up, dig in, and get filled as we take another taste of God's greatness. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Second Helpings. I am Pastor Zach, joined this week by Pastor Eric, back from a long hiatus. It's been a little bit since you've been on here. Yeah, several months. Oh, yeah. So if you if you if Eric's new to you, that means you probably don't come to our church. So because <laughs> uh, Pastor Eric, of course, being the what what's your official title? I know I can't remember mine, so I don't want to butcher yours. So at this point, I'm a church planner, but I also oversee all the children's ministry stuff here and all the pathway to membership stuff here yeah. at the church. So we all do tons of things, but yeah, so that's it. And we'll be so this you'll you'll be we'll be not having you on the broadcast for much longer. Why right? not? I can't come back. Maybe later. maybe we'll be a different kind of episode. Okay, that'd be only second helpings. That'd be like takeout, right? Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the other church, right. place, which we're super excited about in the yeah, fall. Man. Really looking forward to the Lord's new work doing there. But um, this Sunday, bringing us uh, the message from Second Timothy chapter three. Um, verses 16 and 17, so obviously there wasn't much there because it was only two verses, so no big deal. <laughs> yeah, and I found out I had less time. <laughs> we kept trying to chip Eric's time away as we went through the week. Though, <laughs> I I don't know that I had the time. You decided not to obey. <laughs> I, tr- I, I tried to, Yeah. but I don't... When I looked at the clock, yeah. Yeah, the timing was gone. It's a hard thing, and you had that new pulpit, so it's... it's yeah, it's oh, like... Man. Yeah. Here, get in the car, but don't go very fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fun stuff. Um, but these texts, okay, so the text we looked at, Second uh, Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17, all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And, you know, we were just talking a little bit before starting to record here about what are some things to think about and talk about here. And one of the things that really stood out to me in this text, uh, good job with the text, um, good job of looking at all the different things it could be, good job of not being four hours long, because could do that. Right? I mean, thousands of pages uh, yeah. have been written on these two verses. Yes. Yeah. So. And they're, they're, they're very, very important. We talked about how it's interesting in the way this is written Paul's not dropping new knowledge on Timothy, right? Like this no. is almost not parenthetical, but he he's saying this in a sense where he's reiterating something he would have already said to Timothy. That's right. Yeah, he would know this. But the church has been very thankful for this text being in the literature because it's meant a lot to us mm-hmm. to see that. That's one of the reasons we stand on this stuff. So highly, highly influential. Um, but one of the things that stuck out to me was thinking about we would have sent to this, right? You said, like, in our congregation, we would go, yeah, well, all scriptures breathe out. We believe that. Um, it's part of our doctrinal statements, right? We, we mm-hmm. believe things to be true. But sometimes struggling with the idea of we, we believe it to be the inspired word of God. I thought you did a really good job with the idea of this breathe forth being, but it's part of God that's being sent out to us. But do we really value it in that sense? Enough to where. Do I really know this? Am I spending the time making this part of who I am, right? Being breathed out by God, becoming the, the air that I breathe, the Word of God, not just reading it, but knowing it in such a way that it forms and changes me, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know you can't, you can't talk about all that stuff, but some ways maybe even in which that's been an impact in your life to be able to see how you've experienced Scripture changing you by the way that it becomes part of you. Well, I think part of what's important to remember is 
this isn't just information. Like we can consume massive amounts of information on a daily basis. Like we walk we around <laughs> with these little things in our pockets yeah. that we can look up anything and everything. Yeah. It's not just information. And this is God Almighty telling you who he is. Not not in his completeness, right? But I was just thinking that even a couple of weeks ago as I was sitting and reading, God is showing me himself yeah. and what I'm reading. And so this is not just, okay, I need to read this so that I have answers um, so I can teach things, so I can, you know, answer uh, rebuttals, that kind of stuff. But no, God is sharing Himself with me, so that I get a taste of who He is, so that for all eternity, I can spend time with this God. Yeah. And so, uh, I, just remembering Scripture's purpose. Yeah. God is making Himself known to us showing us who we are, showing us who Jesus is, and how we are to live now and then for time to come, yeah. that, that changes like what you're sitting down uh, to look at. Like on Sunday, I said, this is no mere trinket. Yeah. Like, this is God Almighty breathed words, yeah. you know? Like, I, I'm very thankful that I have the Bible on my tablet, on my phone. Also, I use it constantly. They're great things to have around with you. But there is something, I have a special time, like at night, like I... Um, I have these readers' Bibles because I like no verses, no chapters, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can even think about on the outside some of those old kind of hard covers with the grainy kind of feel to it or whatever. There's something not about the touch and the way it feels, but there's something about opening that book and looking at it and that sacred moment that I have when I'm not just doing flyby scripture reading. Like I'm gonna open this book and it's going to show me the creator of the universe. Like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Not, like you're not getting that anywhere else. That's right. Yeah, um, and we perhaps take it for granted. I've thought everything you know about who the Lord is. This is good for for listeners, viewers. They're doing this. Everything you know about who the Lord is should be rooted in Scripture. And if you're going through your own life and saying, "Oh, I know this about the Lord. I know this about the Lord," but it was because somebody told you that, I'm just going to challenge you that you haven't experienced that in the way that. That you can in a much more fulfilling way. Well, at the end of the day, when life squeezes you, if you're relying on what somebody else told you, yeah. you're like, well, I really trust that because now I got somebody else telling me that that guy was wrong. Yeah. Like, you're you're cutting yourself off from standing on something firmer yeah. because you're like, no, I know that I've read it here. Yeah, you know, and that doesn't mean we can't learn from one another and we yeah, should yeah. but when you have gone and read it yeah. and you're like no I know this is there yeah. God has shown me this so when life is squeezing me you know Paul tells Paul's writing to Timothy in a difficult situation yeah. and you know earlier in chapter 1 he's like hold to the sound pattern of words yes. that you've read and that you've heard from me so he's not denying that you should learn from one another and then in chapter 3 just a few verses before what you've heard from scripture yeah. from a childhood so, yeah, being able to know, I know firsthand because I've read it. Yeah. I've been there. And so that gives you um, more confidence than simply, well, Zach told me it's in there, yeah. which praise the Lord for that, that Absolutely. my brother Zach encouraged me. Yeah. But I know even more because I, I've read it. Yeah. And, and God is, through the Spirit, shown me this to be true. Yeah, it's one of the great things to think about, the idea that the Lord has given us both Scripture and He's given us the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So I think that should hopefully be liberating to people, because I know I've talked to folks before, they'll go, well, I've read Scripture, I've read the Bible several times through, and I just feel like I don't get it. There's a couple things I would say there. I'd say, well, are you really reading it? 
like we talked about like it being literature. Like are, sometimes people think like the Bible is this weird box that you just read and it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's literature. Like there's poetry in there. There's narrative. You read it. Mm-hmm. You engage with it. So don't be afraid of the text. Like read it. But also, are you being equipped to study? Um, like if, I don't know, like think about like school or an exam, not that there's some test to take, but there's valuable information to be taken here, right? Like if you're trying to learn how to cook some kind of special dinner for your wife or whatever, and you don't know much about cooking, you, hopefully you would do some research. I don't know, maybe just sort of take out, but <laughs> um, hopefully you would learn how to do it. And you have all these resources, like well, as, with the internet and all its warts and, you know, foibles that are there. Like it's also got some things that we could do. We can learn from some tools out there. So you get out there and you research stuff and you better understand what the word's saying. But you've got the body of Christ. You've mm-hmm. got pastors, but you've also got other people that do well with the scripture. You know, maybe they're better at it. You talk to them about it. You go, oh, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um, but you got to engage. Mm-hmm. You got to engage with the text. So. And you got to be willing to do it over and over and over. Yeah. Oh, there, absolutely. Yeah. Because there are going to be times that you read that and go, I just, I don't quite get this. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Read it again. And you know what? Two years later, you might read it again and you go, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. And that could be because you've also understood other parts of Scripture. Exactly right, yes. Which then make that part of Scripture make more sense. Yeah. And so um, while you could get discouraged, don't give up. Yeah. You and I. Oh, yeah. Are there all the time where I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I kind of understand this in a new way now. Yeah. Just because I've had more time. Yeah. In it. So. Well, and I think that's a great thing to think about. The scripture doesn't change. The scripture means a thing. It's always meant. It's not up to how we view it. It has a, a meaning that the author's intended for it to relay. Mm-hmm. But you and I have different ways of seeing things. So we could be talking about the. I mean, Eric and I could talk about one text for hours. Um, we could become irresponsible with our time doing it, right? But we could still be talking about the same text and the same truth, but you see something from different, whether or not training or life experience or reading other books, and I go, oh, I haven't thought about that before. And I can come back with something else. I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about that. We're not changing the truth. That's right. We're just seeing the different facets we are changing. of it. Exactly right. We're because being molded according to the truth. Scripture has a transformative impact exactly. on us. And like, isn't that amazing? So you should want to engage with that thing. Look, first and foremost, it is God's Big way of saying, here's who I am, right? Creation bears testimony to him or whatever. But this in a specific way mm-hmm. says, you want to know me? Well, I've told you, you who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? So that's amazing. But beyond that, there's the transformative power. We've been made to bear his image and what he puts before us to do, right? Well, if only I knew what his image was like. If only I knew what he was like. This word transforms you into him. It's Which the Paul very says thing that makes you right do here, what you're made to do. verse seventeen, mm-hmm. so that that the man of God may be equipped for every good work. Yeah, and what are the good works? What are the good works that the Lord's made us to do? To be like Him, mm-hmm. to carry out His work, right? So it's yeah, it's it feels weird to sit here and say, "Hey, Scripture is really important. Pay attention to it," because we're all like, "Duh," but. I kind of feel like we need to say it because I kind of feel like our world would probably look better if we realized how important it is. Mm-hmm. So I want to let's talk about those good works. So we talk about the importance of Scripture, but there is an end to them. There's an outcome as we're getting formed into that. The idea of, I think sometimes when we think about good works, maybe it can stand into just some kind of spiritual zone of like the Bible things or whatever. I don't think that's what Paul has in mind here. I think he's talking about life. Like, 
informing you how to live. And somebody come back and go, well, Scripture doesn't tell me whether or not I should take this job or whether or not I should do this diet or, I don't know, all mm-hmm. kinds of many different things. But I do think Scripture speaks in a clear enough way about who the Lord is to where it should kind of inform you on how to do everything you do. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the good works that we could think about how that's applied to, like how the Scripture informs us and the things that we're living out? Yeah, I mean, I obviously through part of it, if you even look here, I mean, there's a, a Christ-centeredness to 2 Timothy. Over and over and over again, Paul's reminding Timothy, you're to live for Christ. Your life is to be about following Him. Yeah. And you've seen that in me, so continue to do that. Yes, you're dealing with difficult people right now, but remember, you belong to Christ to live for Him. Um, and so good works would be looking at how did Jesus live, yeah. what was important to Jesus. Yeah. You know, so And we see that. In the Gospels, and we see in the epistles, things expressed for us to see. Well, what was important to Jesus? Um, And we've also been given clear instruction to proclaim the Gospel, right? So a good work of proclaiming the Gospel. Uh, And time and time again, we see good works in how we're to deal with other peoples. And so, you know, Jesus was asked, what's the most important command? Well, love God. But then the second is love others. Yeah. Kind of summing up the law. Yeah. Like love God, love others. And so uh, our good works are intended to be lived out with other people. Yeah. Whether in our home, here at church, in the community, at your job, when you go shopping. Um, because our life is a display yes. of God's glory yeah. and his greatness. Yeah. And so. Um, the things that seem mundane and the things that seem super big, you know, are, are good works. Yeah. And I think it's important to not get too caught up on very task heavy mm-hmm. kind of things. Cause then you'll always be questioning, well, is this the right task? Yeah. And, but, it like a list. but if you, yeah. if you, as you go through scripture and we see categorically things about developing other people, kindness to other people, speaking truth to other people, all these things that we experience in Scripture, then you don't have to wreck yourself over, yeah. well, was I supposed to do this task? Yeah. You know, or was I supposed to do this other task? Because you know, well, I- I'm to treat others well. Yeah. And so in this moment, this is a thing the Lord has put before me. Right. I can treat this person well right now, and that's a good work. Yeah. It's the If you get into where you're just trying to... Th- I mean, you can create a new law real fast, right? Uh, not That's... The old uh, yeah, law no, wasn't bad, but you yeah. can create this new laundry list and be like this pharisaical way. Of which they did. Yeah, they tried actually, to come they up did. Yeah. With all these extra things. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, and we seem to tend to want to do that um, a lot. But it's what well, you're seeing in the scripture. So when it says all scripture is breathed out by God, profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that you could be the man of God is complete, equipped for every good work. We go well. That doesn't sound like the list for all the good works, like for all the things that I need to do. Well, you go, the Scripture is teaching you principles. It's teaching the nature of God's character mm-hmm. so it can be applied to a situation. So, for instance, a guy comes to me and says, Hey, Zach, my wife, wants to, we're supposed to go on this vacation that we planned you know, for summer vacation, and we had some things come up, and financially, I don't, I don't know if we should do it or not. It's not like a clear yes or no. And I don't know, like I just, I don't understand, and I can't, can't find scriptural guidance on that. I think when somebody comes to me, I get questions like that, right? And somebody comes to me, they're kind of asking me, 
hey, can you tell me what you think we should do? What should I do? Yeah, like what's the actual course of action? Um, Actually, maybe I don't get as many of them anymore because my response is generally something like, well, how is this going to help you and your family in making much of who God is? Mm -hmm. We see in Scripture that that's what God's concern is, is the display of His greatness. And you can, you know, you kind of see that. (laughs) But this is what what the Scriptures are for. We go, okay, who is it that God has told us He is? And now in the situation where I'm facing this thing about whether it's financially right or if it's good for the family, like these are these are real these are good things. I want to be a good steward of what the Lord's given us mm-hmm. in the financial realm, but I know that these kind of trips and things are good for family and creating bonds that are important. We got then you look through your situation because the answer might be different for your family than for my family. It doesn't mean truth relative, right? right? That's not at all what it means. But it means there is a truth that is secure and sound that's going to impact your, impact your circumstances and how you live differently. So that's where we go, knowing God's character as revealed in Scripture, understanding His priorities, understanding the things that He seems committed to. You go, you know what? I think this means for us in this situation that we ought to do this. This is how God is going to best be displayed in our our family right now. Um, But you don't know that if you don't know the Word and what's revealing about Him. Yeah, and I think you can cripple yourself if you only think about super task-oriented. And you miss how Scripture is showing us how to be with one another. Yeah. You know, the, talking about these categories, some of these principles of how to treat one another. Some of the, the some of the details will work themselves out. You know, yeah. and so being careful not to get too cramped on. Well, is this? Should I go eat lunch at this place? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And it, it's not that we shouldn't be mindful of things we're doing, but. Not to the point of well, crippling ourselves. What's the question you're trying to answer, right? If you're trying to answer whether or not you should or should not do the task, you could get you could really get crippling fast. But if the question you're trying to answer is how am I displaying and enjoying who the Lord is, there's some liberty in that, right? And I don't, for a lot of us, liberty is not comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Like um, if you're part of the firstborn club, like sometimes you just want to know black or white, what do I do? Um, or sometimes you're just wired that way. Well, part of it is to be able to live in liberty, in a way that reflects God's character and nature, without having to be told, you know, hey, robot, do the Well, and here's the the amazing thing is, the more you spend time in Scripture, it will have a thorough impact on your life, and you'll start to see that stuff work out, because you've been with the Father. That's right. You've been with the Father, hearing from Him. And so over time, He begins to work in you to where you're like, and the spirit will guide you. Yeah. This is this is the right thing to do in this moment. Yeah. But if you only go to it looking for task, yeah. you know, you're gonna you're always be looking for task and you'll miss the heart of your father yeah. to make much of himself. By the way, through your life. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Like to dis- to display his greatness and yeah. how you interact with your uh, spouse. Yeah. How you interact with your kids, people that that one person that you may never see again, that you like, let them go first yeah. to, at the checkout line, whatever it is. Yeah. All of those moments yeah. are a display of God's character. It makes you wonder, like, if He thought this out. <laughs> it's, and it's almost, he did. it's almost as if He prepared them beforehand. Oh, it's it's crazy, right? Crazy idea. Yeah, there you go. As though he had it all laid out. Because I would think to myself, I'm not the vessel I would use. 
right? <laughs> I'm not even the vessel I would want to use to tell you what I'm like, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but it's just a testimony to God's greatness that he can use those broken vessels to do it. And then, man, that we get to be participating in that. Oh, come on. That's, that's good, good stuff. So, yeah, I think that's something that's good for us to think about. We need to dwell on this. Obviously, there's tons of stuff you can go through for this text. I hope that when people heard it and when they continue to do it, they come back and read it another time. It's not a flyover. Um, mm-hmm. There's times where you should really dwell on a couple of scriptures. I mean, dwell on all scripture. But maybe you need to pump the brakes if it's become too familiar and really think about how that's impacting our life. How is the fact that God's very nature is being displayed in these words he's given to me? that I might have all over my shelves in my house, I've got access to it in my pocket with my phone, and all these things. I should probably have a pretty big influence on the way I live this life. So mm. It's good stuff. But those the influence doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to appear big. Oh, no, but it's in everything. You know, yeah. it's in all the little things that we do. Yeah. That there's a, a Christ-centered way in which we're trying to live. That's right. There's a, a God-oriented way that we're, we're trying to live. That's right. That's good stuff. Well, thank you, bro. Thank yeah, you man. for bringing the word. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you for not breaking the pulpit before I get a chance to use it. Looks like it's going to be fun. <laughs> it was so funny. Getting up there, you get behind it. You're not expecting the heat. The, the heat. It's not. It's, just, like, it's wood. Like I'm not making like it's a big deal, but like it was sturdy and nice. And there is a there is something that's uh, you just get the reminder of the the magnitude of what you're doing and the privilege we have in doing it. That's right. Yeah. So we thank the Lord for it. So for you guys, thank you for joining us. Thank you for continuing to partner with us as we're here on Ministries on Sunday morning, exalting the name of God Most High. It's so good to be able to do that together. What a blessing we have. Uh, Thank you for joining us here on this episode. Until we join together next time, you guys be focused on spreading God's fame, making disciples of Jesus Christ, and enjoying the doing of it. We'll see you later.